0: Hi everybody and welcome to this Mission Somerset podcast and we're very blessed to have Jan back with us in Somerset So Jan, what have you been up to the last few months? Uh, well I've been um, travelling on a mission I didn't
1: expect to go uh, to do, do, do a travelling mission in my camper van, my motorhome. home but uh, as um, I finished seeing my daughter up in the Lake District I uh, felt the Lord saying go north uh, and so I've been around Scotland and uh, and all around the, sort of the west coast and the north and Inverness was the most north, northerly city I went to. I've been uh, preaching on the streets and door knocking and telling people about Jesus and praying for people and giving out Bibles and people have been responding and um, saying salvation prayer and uh, and it's been a really amazing time. And so and so, I'm back here in Somerset after three months of travelling around. Um, but yeah, so that's what I've been up to.
0: Great. And so we've been out on the road today around Somerset with um, with others on the team as well. And we we felt like Jesus was has been speaking to us about some things that we wanted to share. Um, so Holy Spirit, we just give this time to you. And ask that you will guide us into all truth. Help us to understand more about Jesus, who he was, and the things that he wants us to be doing as his disciples and his followers. We pray that it will be helpful and help equip other people to do the work you're calling them to do. Amen. Amen. Um, Yeah, do you want to get the ball rolling? Yeah. With what we've been thinking about? Yes. Um, So we... um,
1: what we've been sort of talking about was uh what happened really on the weekend. And ultimately it's about God moving, people responding that don't know anything about Jesus and equipping them to say that you can do this. The thing that moved them where you know the earth moves in, in, in a spiritual way in their lives. And they see how important and dramatic and relevant and how amazing that revelation is, whether it's healing or a word of knowledge, prophesying or being released from possession. When that happens, that you can turn it around to people and say, You can do this. You can do that. You can change people's lives and have that impact when you trust
0: and have faith in Jesus Christ. So what were we doing on Saturday? What did we do on Saturday?
1: Well, we, um, we sort of did something which I think people felt a bit uncertain about, but I felt God saying that this was right, and he'd been speaking to me about um, using going into a New Age sort of fair and uh, where there was going to be uh, people doing palms, reading, psychometry, tarot, um selling sort of things to do with around New Age beliefs. Um and for us to go in as, as believers in Jesus Christ and and have uh this this deck of cards called the Jesus cards and uh to prophesy into people's lives which is basically verses from the Bible in picture form on cards and and um and it was quite an amazing outcome really you know stepping into it uncertain about what would happen but knowing at the end of it this was definitely god's fingerprints all over it yeah in a nutshell yeah
0: it's good so so we it sort of came about didn't it that um we found this lady who has become our friend but she's not yet she wouldn't call herself a disciple of jesus she's not She's not publicly repented or been baptised, has she? No. But she's very open to us and our message. She's introduced us to her whole family. Her daughter's been baptised and she's very influential in Glastonbury. Mm. And so what we've been trying to do, like we do with everybody, is when you find a person of peace, as it says in Matthew 10 and Luke 10, Jesus told his disciples to stay with those people... Not to move around and house to house, but to stay with those people to heal all of the people in their household or their network or their family and tell them that the kingdom of god has come to them so we had an opportunity and an invitation to do that didn't we yeah because our friend was organizing this mystical psychic evening and um she said that we could come along with our Cards. it's called the Jesus deck so if you google it it's called the Jesus deck and we were quite honest weren't we in up front that mm. we'd be doing things through the name of Jesus and mm. the power of the Holy Spirit and um, what what did we actually do then so when people came to our little table yeah what what happened
1: well they, they sat down and uh, we we said we were gonna do a reading and uh, use the Jesus deck to speak into their lives uh, but first of all, we got them to uh, read something we'd written out to do with inviting the Holy Spirit to come in into the situation um, and to uh, to yeah to speak into their lives basically so um from the outset that you know we would make it clear that it was uh, powered up by the fire of the holy spirit and um and that we were gonna you know explore what the cards were saying um what the bible was going to be saying mm. what god was going to be saying about their lives mm. um, and and that's what really and that's what we we saw that happening mm. so the so yeah you initially you said they they chose three cards you you offered up the cards like in the traditional way fanning out the cards and they chose three cards laid them up facing themselves and they were asked to speak, ask what what, what if anything meant to, from those cards. If anything, anything mm. meant to them about those cards. And um, we'd we'd just start the conversation like that. And obviously, um, then we'd st- we I was like, um, we took roles, took turns in roles. Mm. You were leading it, and I was supporting. Mm. Um, and uh, and I did it with Val, and I was leading mm. it. So. Um, we saw things, sort of, uh, yeah, speak, speak and um, depth an area of what, where these people were at the, their stage in that moment and um, it was quite, quite surprising where and how and what was being revealed um, um, and the, the ultimate uh, the outcome was that they were moved. People were moved um I can only say if it, the it, the one I led with val um this person was completely uncertain. She came into our part of the the room. people seemed to come into the room into our part of the room first of all, for some reason and um uh and this lady came in was uncertain we said what we were we were doing and and i said uh, you know this is." A great opportunity to uh, like have choice about where you are at in your life and to make uh, a decision from that that point um not from a limited view but from having a big more bigger panorama uh and basically that's what happened and without going into details it they, they, uh, As the cards were being revealed, as we more we talked about, as she revealed something about her life, her past, and the way the guards were talking, and what we thought was being spoken, what God was saying, we felt God was saying about this, um, it made so much traction that you could see the light and her opening up, her spirit opening up, her eyes, her, her presence, and... At the end of it, she was beaming, and not only that, but we'd, um, we said for her to move on. It would really, was to, to, to invite not only Jesus into her life, but to repent of her sins and make a commitment, mm. and, and which she, she agreed to do mm. on the spot. And I gave her a Bible, gave her contact details. Mm. Uh, and you could see the the, the, the revelation uh, that she would experienced, mm. and um, so we uh, so really saw it in how uh, God can work and speak mm. to people through through the, this Jesus deck. Yeah. Um, so uh, that that's in a nutshell what mm. wh- what I saw. But uh, yeah, what what did you? How did you sort of
0: yeah, I experience think, it? Yeah, I mean. Um we were there for some hours and it kind of ebbed and flowed a bit but i think out from the total time we must have had i think when we fought it back through between 15 and 20 people came mm. a mixture of some groups or individuals and when we were debriefing i think at least six or seven you know made um you know prayed prayers of repentance yeah Um, one lady kind of wants to get involved and be baptised so we're communicating with her about how to do that so it was quite an amazing time and I think what was exciting was that we were in a we were in an arena or a situation where Christians would never go to and sort of you're taught not to go there but actually I'm convinced, so is Jan, so do the other people on the team, that that is where Jesus would be. Mm. Um, he would be there. He wouldn't be agreeing with it all, and he would be straightforward and honest about that with the people. But, you know, if we're not as followers of Jesus going into the darkness, what what are we hoping is going to happen? People entrenched in, you know, spiritual sin and all these kind of things, they're not going to turn up. Mm. at a church meeting, whether it's in a home, in a building, in a cafe, wherever it is, we we have to go, we have to go to people Mm. and engage with them graciously and remember that Jesus called us when we were not perfect, Mm. when we had our problems, which we all still do. Mm. So, it was a very interesting situation, it was interesting to reflect on it and to see the fruit, but I think today it's been interesting to reflect on a deeper level about what it reveals um, about a lot of our attitudes Mm. and a lot of what churchianity, as I like to call it, is built on. Mm. Um, Because it's not built on Christ. It's not built on the things that Jesus Christ said and did. And so um, we've been kind of discussing that today, haven't we? Mm. Um, And... Before I hand it back over to you and one of the verses that really we read this morning we read John chapter 17 together and you know in John chapter 17 verse um, duh, 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 John 17 mm-hmm. verse 13 to 20 this is what Jesus said okay so this isn't an evangelist or a missionary or the Pope or A well-known Christian leader this is Jesus himself who was God and who only spoke the things that the father was saying Jesus said this verse 13 now I'm coming to you I told them many things while I was with them in this world so they will be filled with joy with my joy I've given them your word and the world hates them because they do not belong to the world just as I do not belong to the world I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but to keep them safe from the evil one. They do not belong to this world any more than I do. Make them holy by your truth. Teach them your word which is truth. Just as you sent me into the world, I am sending them into the world. So two of those things there that Jesus said. He said to his father, I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, but to keep them safe Mm. from the evil and Jesus says to his disciples that in the same way that the father sent Jesus you know Jesus left the purity and holiness and splendor and majesty and everything amazing about heaven to come to earth Mm. in exactly the same way that Jesus was sent he sends all of his disciples Mm. and so we were thinking about that a lot today weren't we Jan? Mm. Um, so why don't you kick us off with some of your sort of thoughts on that and how it plays yeah, out? Yeah,
1: well, you know, Jesus says about um, that. You know, he was a friend of sinners, of prostitutes, of thieves, of liars, of broken people, and you know, he went, like you said, he went from heaven and um, to this earth, to this this broken world and where to do the same. Um, so the sort of um, friction we had or the comments we had about as we were going toward doing this um, psychic fair thing that we were going to, uh, people said, oh, you, you know, you don't want to, um, you know, mix in that sort of uh, area and this is, um, you know, you're t- you're taking on the, that world and it's you know there's is misinterpretation and we don't want to be of the world um, and you know we've got to make a clear difference and uh, so there was a lot of apprehension um sounding around this by by other other believers um, but I felt that God was saying, yes, do it it's, it's important to do that be be where people go to to where they are seeking spiritual um, input and so what, what people do is go go to these the, you know readings um, psychic fairs um, and, and that's where they, they're connecting with something of a supernatural nature um, you know or they go to counseling where it's it's more of a, a discussive thing open and where you share and the perception of the church from the secular point of view isn't that aren't those things it's there to worship and if you are not into worship then you're not going to step into a building like that so it's where people go it's a platform where people arrive it's a junction point and then they are free you know uh, to go um, and, and pursue what we where we've led them um, because that's where where they're going to congregate that's where they'll gather and you're presenting to them the truth like you know elijah took on the prophets of baal by uh, there was a, you know two fires and who who was going to like which god whose god was going to like the fire and that's what we did and and like i said that picture of that woman the, this something was lit up in in her eyes and and it creates a bit of a stir, and and at the other end of the room, with with all these other uh, um, people that uh, were doing all these tarots and things, and you could feel there was this—they were looking over to see what what the commotion was—and and I think it's it's daring to step into those those places where I think people fear to tread. That they feel like they 're going to have some oppression like a demonic oppression, and they 're going to be you know, suffocating from and won't be able to uh, uh, you know, f- have God move, but god 's bigger than that god 's mm. bigger than all those those smaller gods, mm. just as Moses w- walked into the pharaoh 's palace mm. and demonstrated again and again god 's power over the smaller lesser gods. Mm. Um, and we are to you know exhibit and to illustrate and to um present god in our time in the situation in in the environment the culture that we we exist in and to glorify god so yeah um hmm. but yeah it was and i and i for, for the first part of it i was at the entrance to the pub when it was happening because it was happening upstairs in this pub in the centre of Glastonbury um, and I was saying to people that you know we, we, it's, it's, we're doing all these different uh, you know readings or psychometry or whatever it was going on advertising it in the leaflet and I was saying well, I'm, I'm part of a group that um, are followers of Jesus Christ disciples of Jesus Christ and, and it didn't put people off mm. and they could they would just follow me and they wanted to mm come to our table Mm. and so
0: and do you you think Jan that in a way a lot of Christians might look at people in quote the world and look at the sinful things they're doing and they might not realise that actually people are lost and Mm. they're only doing those things maybe because Christians have retreated so much into their church programs and organisations mm. that, that, that they, don't, they don't know what else to do because they're lost mm. Mm. would you say that's a fair point or is that yeah
1: I think that, that I think it's been you know, uh, it's like uh, you know there's this polarisation of you know new age Christian and um, and I, I think you know you, you've got to be daring enough to s- step into that arena Mm. Um. Mm. so yeah it's only by I, I think you know you, you either have faith or you come under fear mm. and the, the, the God we read about in the Bible is a God uh, uh, that steps out st- uh, Ask calls his people to step out of mm. that safety comfort zone uh, and to to um, to stand on on water
0: Mm. Mm. it it makes me think a lot about are we building our life on our own comfort our own fears what we like or or are we building our life on the fact that we've been sent by jesus Mm. so when i when i reflect on you know all of the different Churches or ministries or organizations that I've been involved with or have seen, all shapes and sizes and everything. You know, it's very rare that you see something built around the sentness of Jesus. Mm. Everything's built around what your particular view on a certain doctrine is, what your theology is about this. Do you believe that these people can talk in church? Do you believe this about the Holy Spirit? And You end up gathering and nitpicking around things. That's not really that important Mm. and all the while Jesus must be looking down on all of his people thinking Ah, You know just as the father has sent me I've sent you guys
1: Mm.
0: and I think a lot of a lot of the Bible and a lot of Christianity and what Jesus taught it only makes sense when you understand that we've been sent you know unity fellowship prayer making disciples it only really comes to life and makes sense when you understand that we've been sent by jesus we've been sent with a purpose and then you know you build fellowship around the fact that we have a common vision to change the world through the gospel and you know it makes it makes me think a lot today we've been thinking about what we're doing here in Somerset, Mission Somerset, which is far from perfect, has lots of people that have different opinions and views, but what we do strive for is to build everything around the the, the sentness that Jesus has given us mm. to go and make disciples. We don't want to be sat around doing nothing or talking or faffing mm. around or, you know, arguing about non-essential things that's not gonna impact anything we want to be a a movement that spreads the kingdom because we've been sent by Jesus and I think why we did the event on Saturday lots of things didn't make sense lots of Christians might have had a problem but it made perfect sense to a few of us because we understand that we've been sent by Jesus and the fact we've been sent by Jesus with his authority it's far more important than what anybody else might be doing around us. You know, if you think about Elijah, when he went to Mount Carmel, if, if Elijah had fought like most Christians, he wouldn't have gone to Mount Carmel, because he would have been fearful about confronting the prophets of Baal. If Jesus fought like most Christians, he wouldn't have even left heaven, would he, and come to earth? Because mm. he'd been too concerned about becoming tainted or or dirty. But he went, he went into the darkest situations and the darkest people and he didn't he didn't shout at them from far if he went in and he ate with them and he touched them and the religious people of the day said about jesus oh if he'd have known what kind of lady that was that he wouldn't have let her touch her Mm. but jesus reached into the darkness because he was sent from the father and through the power of the holy spirit the kingdom overcame the kingdom of darkness. Because at the end of the day, the people are not our enemies, are they? Mm. You know, the mindsets and the lies and the and the, the works of the devil is the enemy. Mm. And so, that idea of that we're sent kind of underpins everything, doesn't it? Mm. And it makes sense of a lot of things. And it actually shows up. A lot of what we think as Christians is important is actually not important. Because if we really understand that it's about spreading the gospel, making disciples, helping people that don't know anything about Jesus, coming to know Jesus and then them spreading it as the workers, you know, a lot of our, a lot of our petty little issues is not important, is it? Mm. You know, we can see God's bigger picture and find peace and let things go and let little hurts go. And, you know, we can be productive rather than moan and whinge and backbite and things like that. Mm. Any thoughts, yeah. Well, Just that the, the, another picture I had was
1: that Jesus' ministry was was tr- it was in, in transit. It was transitional. It didn't form a church where they gathered together for ten years and then they they made uh, inroads into the community. They it was move it was in movement straight away, and people learnt uh, as they went along, and. Whereas we probably say, "Oh, it's got to be all tickety boo before and correct, in you know, a doctrinally, foundationally, um, before it can all get going." And it was, it was worked out as they as they stood and stu- and stepped out into faith, into preaching, into healing, into prophesying. It it. God honored that, anointed them as they stepped out, not uh, in some, uh, you know, drilling deep into theology for a number of years before they stepped out. And I think the word speaks to us, speaks to me more if I'm if I'm in in play in that being obedient and doing it. And the Scripture speaks more deeply. I I know a lot more. I have much more experience. Much more. Uh, closeness uh, to to Jesus. Uh, um, in it's a whole, it's a the, the dynamic is the real true uh, thing is to be doing it and to to be learning as um and going deeper yeah. and showing people that that's the way. Mm.
0: Um, mm.
1: And it, and it, and I felt it was just it was it just paid off and it demonstrated that on Saturday at this. The psychic event um, but and uh, yeah, so
0: so so, what do we want to encourage people as we sort of come to an end? Why is it that we're trying to encourage people who are listening, yeah and what what are we trying to say well to...
1: The, 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 you, know, the, you know when you, you you pray, you praise God, you read the Bible, God lays things in your heart, that you may think, "Oh, I don't want to do that, I don't think I want to do that, or oh, it's a bit weird, it's a bit a bit left field and not not right you know what would the church leaders think of you and it's 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 like throwing that off god wants to he's planted things in you that for that day for you to think and follow that intuition because there's a seed there for you to um to walk into that path and see and meet god and and to see how that your gifting uh can be um expanded upon and, and magnified mm. um, for you to see more of God uh, and to, to to sort of glorify him more. Um, and it, it's just following those threads that seem like peripheral and like, oh, maybe, I you know, I, I, that's a bit fanciful thought. But God's put them there for you to explore. That It's about testing the spirit. It says in the New Testament to test the spirit and to see if there's any traction there you know is there fruit here Uh, rather than sitting on your hands and waiting for the leaders to put a point you a job you know Mm. we're all given um, a directive and Mm. it's to grab a hold of that
0: Mm. Amen yeah and I think I want to you know encourage people um jesus has sent you it says here john 17 jesus has sent me and you Uh, it also says in matthew the end of matthew 28 jesus said all authority in heaven and earth has been given to him jesus and he told his first disciples and therefore all of us if we're a disciple of jesus to go into the whole world to make disciples to baptize people and to teach them to obey him So, what else do you need? (laughs) Mm. You know, Jesus has sent us. Jesus has called us. Jesus has given us authority. Whether we think we can do it or we don't think we can do it is completely irrelevant. Mm. Jesus is sending us out. And whether you're going to go into situations like we did on Saturday, whether he's sending you to your neighbor across the road, whether he's sending you to your to your own children, that's where we had to start of making disciples. But wherever it is, Jesus has given us a commission to be sent to make disciples, and mm. pray for people around us that don't know Jesus, and to not to not get caught up in things that might be good but actually are not about Jesus's sent work. And so yeah we wanted to encourage you guys that your ordinary people just like me and Jan and others on the team are we're not any special are we Jan no no but all we're trying to do is do what Jesus tells us to do hmm so should we pray for people listening mm. yeah
1: yeah Lord God we just uh, thank you for this moment Lord God and um, and whatever you're doing, whether you're doing the washing up or sitting down or uh, sitting in the car or at work at your break time, um, you know God wants to meet you here, right now, in this moment, and to um, just to give just give you a sense of um, that trust to know to, to what's peripheral to your to your world and. You might think is, is, is um, outside your sort of remit or realm or experience. Maybe God's asking you to put something into action, um, and um, because God will, 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 you know, with prayer, and, and he will, he will honour that. Um, and sometimes, you know, if it's. It, Sometimes I think we can get be linger too much on um, whether this is right or wrong, and um, get caught up in and bogged down. And I think it's about testing it, going out and testing things first and foremost. So I just pray that uh, you, you got Lord God, you would just shine a light on those areas that that you want people to to step out and reach out to people and whatever that idea is, um, so yeah Lord God just bless that in Jesus name, Amen.
0: Amen. And Holy Spirit speak to people and, and show people what to, what to spend their lives on, that they would build their lives on doing the things that Jesus has sent them to do in this earth whether that starts with their family, their neighbours, another town or village, people in other countries, wherever they have people, wherever they know people. Holy Spirit, would you overflow from, from our lives to the people around us. Help us to be your witnesses, Jesus, at home, in our towns and villages, in our regions, in our country, and to the ends of the earth, because... There's nothing else that you've asked us to do other than make disciples of all nations. Help us, Jesus, to to finish this work that you've entrusted into our hands. We thank you that you were willing to leave heaven and to be sent to us. In all of our sin and problems, you came to us. So help us to go to other people. Amen. Amen.